Hello. What up? Welcome to uh, another episode of Red River Podcast. Today, we are all back together. Um, Parker on the phone, laying in in front of me. Um, Don't mind Parker. He's doing laundry. You know, it's it's Sunday. (laughs) And he's earning. Very very domesticated of myself, you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, you're you're earning that best husband, uh, number one husband mug. Babies make That's a lot that, of laundry, man. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they do. Um, do you have any of those disposable uh, diapers for the kid? No, no. I mean, like, my I mean, God. Disposable. This, what am I saying? Reusable. Reusable. Uh, re- yeah, reusable. No, just, they're Nasty, just the disposable man. ones. I mean, that kid, took fucking th- the kid took three shits yesterday. I was like, holy fucking hell, man. That's a healthy kid. Yeah, yeah it's a grown boy right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got two up on me for yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway. A lot of really cool response for the episode that I did with Jake on uh, our love of Halloween 2018. Uh, so we figure let's do another one for October where we could uh, do a bunch of. Um, I wanted this episode to come out, and people are always asking for suggestions on movies to watch. So I figure you know somewhere in from the middle to the end, we'll, we'll talk about the streaming services that most people have access to, and two deep cuts that they might gloss over. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you know, the, the week of Halloween, um, everyone has these suggestions to go with and, and, you know, they might be movies that you've never really considered watching. And, and, uh, you know, I think people look to us for our expertise opinions. <laughs> I like to think so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, Parker's making IG videos of saw floss. So. <laughs> <laughs> how, did, how did you convince your band to let you do that on their page? Oh, are you kidding me? It was fucking like a, it was like a no contest. Yeah. <laughs> no convincing. No right. convincing. They're like, oh, we're gonna let this asshole fucking take over for a month. Okay. One one against four. Perfect. I what's win. That? <laughs> um what, what's on the agenda for tomorrow? Give us a sneak peek. Oh man. Um I think tomorrow well shit, I'm trying to remember what I did because I already filmed today's. Um what'd you I do think today? I have like what'd you do today? Uh, today I think it's gonna be the maniac clock like from the movie maniac. And uh, the crazy thing about that is like, I literally saw that on eBay and like, there's no backstory. Like for all I know, like Joe Jerkoff could have like made that like shop class and put it on fucking eBay. And you know, me like, still cool. Yeah. Yeah, Just me like a sucker fucking bought it. So, you know, my favorite um, artworks. uh, Yeah. That cover. And that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's literally the cover of the fucking movie on there. And the cool thing is the, uh, you know, the clock hands themselves are actually scalps, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. oh that's cool. Yeah. We, yeah. We, um, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if someone makes it, it's just a matter who makes it like, uh, Karen, yeah. Karen got me a shirt, 
um, and it's a long sleeve shirt, and it says a, De- a Deborah Hill production. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sweet! Isn't that so cool? Because yeah. we watched, yeah. we were watching that in in Search of Darkness documentary. That like oh, four I and a half. That. How good is that documentary? So much fun. It's four and a half hours. Didn't even notice. Yeah, four and a half hours. Uh, you watched it, right, Parker? No, my friggin'. Uh, I was stealing somebody's sub- uh, subscription for Shutter, and I'm too much of a cheap ass to fucking get it for myself, so it fucking ran out. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's fine. It's so fine. no, I haven't seen it. It's a it's a real good thorough look, nostalgic, heavy, and uh, and a great synthwave soundtrack. Yeah. In the yeah. Um, as as, believe me, as soon as I can see it, I'll watch it. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's here's the way I look at it. You can go and rent it on YouTube for like four bucks, or you could spend five dollars and get a month of of Shutter. And watch yeah. thirty, to, you know, like that. That's how I look at it. Uh, but it's it's very well worth it. And one of the people, one of the talking heads on there, had a shirt, and uh, it was a Deborah Hill production. And uh, I'm very insensitive and very self centered. So uh, Karen notices these things when I'm like, I want that. Yeah. So yeah. In, in her head, she like takes mental like <laughs> notes. And to me, like. Uh, I, I wish I was like that because I'm like, if you don't tell me what you want, I'm not getting you shit because I, <laughs> I, I just don't work like that. Yeah, I, you know, you yeah, got yeah. to tell me like, I, you know, I'm, she's like, you don't know me by now. I'm like, no, I don't. I, I, <laughs> yeah. don't know, I don't know anyone like that. Just tell me what you want. And I'll get it. Um, so she w- went and got that for us. Um, but anyway, listen, uh, I, I wanted to bring up a couple of things before we get into the uh uh, horror centric episode and uh the biggest one is definitely eddie van halen uh passing away maybe like last week and uh i don't know i know you're you're a big i can trace all my love of music back to van halen you know like that was origin the origin ground zero for me that's where it started eddie and dave and uh and why he's the reason i wanted to play guitar he was always my favorite guitar player. He just did everything. So it was a really uh, part of the childhood, definitely taking a hit right there. Yeah, um, it, it even, you know, okay, casual Van Halen fan that I am, um, but I, I realized just how monumental, you know, it's uh, it's pretty crazy when you think of, like every guitarist that I love, like he was the cornerstone of, of that. There was Hendrix, and then I feel like there was Eddie Van Halen. Definitely, you know, there, there's these certain periods in the history of guitar playing. You know, Les Paul, or you know, you go back to some blues guys, certain guys, and then Hendrix kicked it up like an insane notch. And then after Hendrix, Eddie is the one, yeah, that popped out. And then everybody was playing like that, like you know, yeah. And and it made me go back. You know, I feel like I judge the first six albums very harshly. Um, I feel like uh, maybe I just don't... They never really connected with me other than, like, exterior-wise. But in in the time of passing, like, a true poser, I went back, <laughs> I went back and I started listening to, like, the first few records. And, uh, yeah, it really is all about um, uh, Fair Warning. Fair Warning, so good. Yeah, yeah. like, all, all those songs, like, when, when I look at the track listing, I'm like, oh, yeah, there's so many bangers on this. Everybody wants um uh, well, that's not no 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 I know I'm yeah. just saying like in general just on through the through the records right um I think the first four are basically like the classics and then from there like Diver Down and 1984 um they're different yeah you know but it, 
the tone, the tone and sound he got is just so ridiculous. And he had just had a, such a loose way of playing and a fun way of playing. And then when you get into like his knowledge of the gear and what he did rebuilding like Frankenstein guitar and he's just a genius, you know? Yeah. He just understands the instrument on a level that few can. And that's a beauty of, uh, if there is beauty of being poor. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> you know, uh, that's how hip hop started. Right. Um, whenever you are, you know, you don't have money for something like you're you forced. Just, to, yeah. You, yeah. yeah. Like middle class people like us, we're just like, <laughs> we're not sad enough to, to be motivated. Uh, you know, we're uh, just kind of like, oh, I guess it could be worse. <laughs> 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 you know, we're not rich enough to be like that happy. You know, right, we're just right. in them. We're like, oh, all right, maybe tomorrow will be better. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, not Eddie. Eddie was like, I'm broke. I'm inventing everything from scratch and yeah. I'm going to be the best. Um, but anyway, rest in peace for sure. And another yeah. one that I know Parker uh, might want to say stuff on is uh, Riley Gale from Power Trip. How fucking oh, crazy man. was that? Yeah, that was fucking crazy. I mean, uh, like I said, I think I posted something saying, you know, I wasn't the guy that like first discovered that band or I'm not going to pretend that like I had like the demo or any of that shit. But I mean, I remember that when I first saw uh, that first, you know, this is hardcore um, video, I think it was from like either 2000. Uh, what was it 2014 i think was kind of the one that kind of got me into them or maybe 2015 yeah that's about right um, yeah and uh i mean that that fucking album is just i i feel like that was uh that was you know even though i think it was either their third or fourth album as a band i seriously feel like that was just the beginning like they had so much more to offer after that and uh unfortunately now you know you're, you're probably never gonna know because i figure like that guy you know can't be replaced i mean what a fucking driving force that guy was you that, know he can't be replaced no they they could start you know i mean that's just fucking crazy like when i was yeah. like i'm like seeing like the news and i'm thinking this dude died in his sleep at 35 like yeah. how, how yeah. is that even possible i know how is that possible you know like those th those two records um that I know of were just like, you know, they were kicking around for a minute, but like those, you know, especially, um, uh, nightmare logic. Like when you hear that, you're like, this is like the second coming. Yeah. And yeah. They, they were genuine about it. They well, weren't like, you know, you know great about steel them Panther. Too. There's or a lot of bands that, you know, obviously they're hearkening back to that crossover yeah. thrash sound. And there's a lot of bands that do that and they might just be, they're a new band, but they're just playing, that yeah. old style but the but power trip got had that but they were bringing something new to it they would they didn't sound like just rehashing like an old sound or yeah. whatever they would they were offering something they were building on what, what already existed but uh it's a shame i don't know yeah for sure they, uh, you you could tell when you listen to those records like that especially that that record um it just it felt different like i don't know like like you said there's so many bands doing that sound but when you put on like Nightmare Logic, you're just like, yeah. all right, this this is like next level. This is some real shit. And you see like the like the live shows they had were bananas. So, uh, rest in peace to Riley. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? No one else saw Bill and Ted but me. I did not watch it yet. No. Yeah. Wow, uh, I didn't see it either. Man. Okay, so I'm just gonna be. I, I loved it. It was yeah. so good. It was it was just so Now was it fun just to see those characters again or it was a good film like it I thought, was a good film too. I thought it was a good film. Uh a perfect number three. Somehow they made Samara Weaving, who's smoking hot, 
like 26 year old or whatever she might be like 28 but they made her like look like a 15 year old because she's playing um uh alex winter's daughter okay i'm just thinking like so weird you know i like it took me a minute to even realize who she was um i thought the ending was like completely satisfying um and it was just fun man it was just fun to to see what they were doing and and keanu was good but alex winter Mm -hmm. fucking smoked it yeah yeah i think he was just and i feel like keanu might have been like i'm gonna do this for my boy yeah you know like he's he's, that kind of guy yeah and i think he kind of just i feel like in a way he just played it so low-key that he's like, I'm, I'm going to let Bill, a.k.a. Alex Winter, fucking do his thing. And uh, it was a lot of fun, man. I, I can't recommend it enough. I know that I know some people, uh, if you like the first two movies, you're going to like the third. If you hated the first two, then yeah. you're going to hate this, too. Um, check it. Yeah. And, and I think at a time now where everyone seems to be so uh, angry at, you know, some people. Everything. Like, it's amazing, right? <laughs> when you see fucking, like, I'm like, how... Why are people arguing so much online? Like, just argue with people you know. You know, like, why are you go? Like, I see like threads. Like, like you'll see like metal injection. I don't know. Any one of those sites will post something, and I'm like, I know that they're doing it for clicks, and everyone yeah. still falls for it every time. Yeah, it's like Tommy Lee hates Donald Trump. Oh, what are you gonna say? And then like the whole thread is just like, I can. It's uh... <laughs> just such clickbait. I can't get in an argument i can't i can't bring myself to ever yeah like virtually argue with somebody i just don't have the time nor energy i just don't know you and i almost i i i am uh a lot of times i start typing and i i delete before i ever hit it because i already see the next five responses in my head i already see how the whole thing's gonna go yeah if i say this this is gonna be said and this, and then, and then I just delete it because I'm like, I don't even want to start. I don't even want, yeah. Because when you break it down, it's like, okay, person I've never met, person I don't know, doesn't agree with something, I'll never see. Like, you know, it just doesn't make sense. It's a fruitless endeavor. Yeah, so um, I feel yeah. like Bill and Ted uh, Face the Music is the movie that we all need. That's going to bring us the country I think together. so. I yeah. really do. I yeah, do. You heard it here Because I, I thought it was going to be a pandemic. I figured we were all going to be nice to each other, which lasted for like about a week. That's yeah, over. <laughs> now it, pots and pans for the first responders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, that yeah. was fun. That was a and million then, years ago yeah, now. It's like, oh, you <laughs> fucking liberal pussies and your masks. And it's just like, wait, what? You and your pots, cuck. Um, what else? Anything else? Oh, Borat 2. We're looking forward to that, right? Definitely. But how how does who how does he do it when everybody knows Borat now? I think. Have you seen the trailer? No. Okay, so I think that's what it is. I think uh, part of it is is him doing it and everyone knowing who the fuck he is. Um, and uh, I, the guy's just a genius. Like whenever you think he, whenever you think he's gone, not doing anything, something will pop up. Right. Um, like that Showtime series where he created new characters, and I'm like, wow, this is. We we were expecting Borat or mm-hmm. fucking Ali G, like everything he's already done before. Right. Not thinking he would like come up with different things. So, uh, Parker, were you were you a Borat fan? Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing that in the fucking movie theater, and uh, it's still probably it's probably still in my top ten or top fifteen funniest of all times. I mean, I remember um, that fucking scene where you know with a wrestling in the fucking oh, in the hotel so room. Good. I, was, I was literally. <laughs> 
I literally. I'm laughing. I was just hearing it. Yeah. I was laughing so hard that I actually started like convulsing. Like I, it's, it's almost like I couldn't even breathe. Like I was laughing so hard and I was fucking hitting the fucking guy next to me, you know, who was one of my roommates at the time, just laughing my fucking ass off. <laughs> yo, when he was 69ing as a Matt Bagatelle. Oh my God. And I was just, amazing. yo, we fucking were di- like, I, <laughs> I remember dying in that movie, dying in the naked gun. Dying, oh God, dying yeah. in Austin Powers when he was shitting or like yeah, not, not yeah. shitting. Yeah. Um, and there's something about Mary when you see like yeah. the Franken beans. Like yeah. <laughs> those were like the heart. Like, but Borat, like Bruno was good, but fucking yeah. Borat was fucking yeah. killing that was his best. I was fucking dying. So, yeah. um, and what do we think about it streaming on it? On Amazon. I mean, that's cool. I, I don't that's mind awesome. these things, right? No. Same thing with coming to America too. That's what they're going to do. Are they? Yeah. 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 Um, what are you going to do? Like, it's, it's something that it's going to feel very normal soon. Like sure. all these people are like, all right, fuck the movie theater, which I, I still, I miss well, the movie. It's accelerating what was going to happen anyway. You know what I mean? The movie, the, the death knell in the movie theater, I feel like was, was always going to be, you know, inevitable at some point. I as, hate that. As streaming, uh, become so prevalent and people i mean you got people have great televisions in their house with great sound systems and comfy couch i mean it's hard to top that it's hard to compete with that and uh i think it's accelerating what was inevitable anyway the you know this whole pandemic situation stealing my saturday morning movie i would love just going to the movie theaters dropping i probably like what, 30, 40 bucks on myself? Because <laughs> the ticket was like 20 and yeah. then like 20 Pop, for food. Gotta get the popcorn. Yo, the, I killed the popcorn by the time the coming attractions are over. Because <laughs> like lately, what they were showing like 10 coming attractions. I'm like, what? I'm when like, I go with my son, he, we, he's, we're not allowed to eat the popcorn until he's very adamant. Like, oh, really? I'll start going on it. Yeah. And he's like, no, you got to wait till the movie starts, <laughs> which is good. Keeps me in check. Yeah. Because I was, I'll plow, I'll plow through it too. Um, but yeah, man, coming to America, that's like, I don't mind all this stuff. I, I think it's cool. Yeah. We have access to all. Um, okay. Anything else that, that, that you wanted to bring up that we haven't brought up? I watched, uh, Ratchet. Oh, okay. Go. A Netflix, which I didn't know much about it going in, except, you know, the character and whatever, you know. The director, too, is the American well, I, Horror Story. I didn't know that. Yeah. And, uh, Obviously, I see, you know, they use reuse the same actors all the time. Same thing. And I, w- I was like, I posted something in the group because I was about like three episodes in. I was into it. And it's one of the most beautiful looking shows. Gorgeous. I've ever Gorgeous. seen. Gorgeous. Like in a like Kubrick type colors yeah, yeah. and like amazing. And uh, I was into it. And then I, I think I posted too soon about it because. Uh, it happens. I got further into <laughs> it. And it got real American Horror Story ish. Isn't as that far the way it goes, though? Shitting the Why starting is, promising yes. and shitting the fucking bed. Uh, um, uh, not having un- too many storylines going on, most of them completely unin- uninteresting. Not going, to, you should just focus on the nurse ratchet herself. It's all over the place, gets real stupid. And by the end of it, I've, I'm not going to watch season two i'm out and and that's what and then i was as i was looking it up i'm like uh american horror story Yo, guy here we go visually did you watch that parker or not 
No, I mean, if but I get what he's saying with American Horror Story. I mean, I think I gave up on American Horror Story after like season two, and like I never went forward after that. Two, two was the last one. Yeah, I liked. two was the last one. Even that was though good. it got insane. Yeah, Chloe Sevigny. That was the last. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else I watched a couple of, even 1984. Here you are oh, yeah. fucking stroking That's my- That's a gift. Yeah, you're stroking my fucking nostalgic cock, mm-hmm. okay? You're like, oh, you're going to fucking do this. It, it's it's uh, set in 1984. It's a slasher. It's a summer camp thing. And yes. I'm just sitting there like with two straws ready to snort the shit out of this show. And it was horrific. And- <laughs> Terrible. You know what? It, what? What? It just—it it was too self-aware. It was just like, oh, I'm gonna use this vehicle, and like, it was almost no respect for the culture. Yeah. You know, it was like a culture vulture move, being like, oh, we're gonna do this, this, and I'm thinking like, okay, and I stuck with it for like four or five episodes, and it's—it takes a lot for me to just be like, I can't finish this. No. I don't care how it ends. Yeah. I don't care what happens. It just turned into like a soap opera yeah. with that background. And and visually, and all these things look great. <clears throat> Same thing with Ratchet. Like, I watched the first two episodes, and it was just visually cool. But um, I just, I, I didn't care. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I'm done. I'm yeah. not going to even try anything. If I'd known it was him before I could play, yeah. I probably never even would have started it. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, so I want to. I, I I wrote on the the, the page. Not that anyone. Gives you need a, a retraction. Shit, that I was like, I got I got to clarify this. <laughs> but uh, you need yeah, a retraction. Fuck that series. Fuck um, that shit. All right, cool. So moving forward, uh, you know, Parker posted uh something with John Carpenter, uh, maybe taking a picture of some of the DVDs that that Parker owns. Um, and I thought it would be fun to, um, uh, discuss or have him uh rate the movies that he has because as far as masters of horror go, I I can't think of someone who has a better catalog out the gate, you know, like, like Carpenter has like, I would say like six or seven, like just bona fide like classics, Classics, yeah, you know, more than anyone else in that field. So, Mm -hmm. uh, take it away, Parker. Yeah. So, um, this guy, let alone, you know, horror wise, just in general is my favorite director. And I think it's got a lot to do with, uh, you know, he also does the music, which the guy's soundtracks are fucking through the roof. All of all of the uh, the music that he has to these movies. Um, I did pick two in this that he technically didn't, you know, direct. But I'll, I'll get into that when we get to that. Um, so number 10. Now, mind you, number 10, this isn't a bad movie, but compared to everything else that I'm going to talk about, it's my least favorite. And that's uh, Assault on Precinct 13. I started with. Mm. Um, now, the thing with this is, like I said, it's not a bad movie. It's definitely, uh, you know, more of a cult cultish movie. I mean, it's got kind of like that that sleaze, you know, the, the late 70s, early 80s sleaze that we always talk about. Definitely. And, uh, you know, it's it's not horror related, you know, whatsoever. But uh, there is some brutal stuff in this. I mean, like a lot of the killings. I mean, like one scene that like sticks out of my head is, uh, you know, now probably being a father, it hits home, you know, more. But there's a scene where a kid goes to get, you know, a scoop of ice cream and gets fucking, you know, gunned down by, you know, one of the gang members. I love and, that scene. Uh, yeah. I love and that I scene because I don't have kids and I love ice cream. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> So, um, and now funny enough, so I'm looking at that girl and I'm just like, man, I'm like, she looks familiar. You know, you know who that kid grew up to be? Uh, Ann Coulter. <laughs> no. 
So that was Kim Richards from Meatballs 2 and Tough Turf fame. Oh, shit. Uh, Man, those, yeah. are, those are two like certified street bangers right there. Yeah. That's fucking great movies right Shout there. out to James Spader. Meathead, baby. Meathead, um, yeah. Meathead. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> Shout out to The Flash. Yeah, that was the best. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, so one of the things that I love about uh, about Carpenter is he always, well, not always, but like one of his things that he does is he'll, uh, you know, he reuses actors in like a lot of his movies. And I've noticed that with like, uh, you know, like Rob Zombie, like I've kind of given up on like Rob Zombie's movies. Like I'll probably like give it like a half a watch. I like don't even make it through. But like he kind of does the same thing. Like he'll he'll take like cult actors from like the 70s or 70s and 80s. You know, some guys from like Dawn of the Dead and stuff like that. Yeah, but, I, uh, I love that. That's cool. I think. I, yeah, I love that part of because it's. It's paying like a tribute to your, sure. your your childhood, and and you know those guys probably didn't save money, you know it was like coke hookers. Oh yeah, bone. yeah, they were yeah. like, I'm gonna be an actor forever, and like two years later, yeah. you're just like, <laughs> you know, at a gas station waiting for Rob Zombie to call you to put you in yeah. like two yeah. seconds. I mean, that's why that's why these poor bastards like wait for me to hand them fucking thirty dollars for an autograph at a fucking. <laughs> they go to the heart of it. That's it. Yeah, that's Straight to the convention, waiting for Parker and his fanny pack full of tens. That's it, man. That's it. They're like, we're gonna sign this. Give me thirty dollars, and this fucking jerk off's gonna talk about it on Instagram <laughs> TV and fucking see If they saved their money, they definitely wouldn't be doing those. Right. Yeah. So that's number but, ten. Uh, oh, okay. so that's number ten. So I noticed. Uh, so like getting into these actors, that 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 was actually the first movie that uh, that guy Charles Cyphers and Nancy Keys, the two actors, worked together, and they they pop up in a lot of his movies. But that was that was the first one that I noticed that they worked together. Um, so number nine, jumping into this was Prince of Darkness, which came out in '87. And this was uh, this was, you know, Donald Pleasance as the priest. And then you had two dudes from uh, from Big, Big Trouble in Little China. China yep. mm-hmm. Shout out to and then, uh, Yeah. And then you had Alice Cooper, That's which right. holy fuck, this fucking guy scares the fucking shit out of me in this movie. I don't even remember yeah. him being in that. He's like a homeless yeah, he was dude, like, right? He was like a homeless guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, it's not a huge same thing. Right? Same thing with you know all of his movies. Like the the soundtrack was just really fucking eerie, and just uh, I remember seeing this movie for the first time, and just I don't know, just really fucking sunk in. You know, to me that it was fucking definitely one of his uh, his better ones that made you know a memory. I'm, on I'm, my... I'm offended that you put uh, this in front of uh, Assault on Precinct 13, but you know, really, <laughs> you know, here's the thing about Assault. Um, that I love, and and these are the things that Carpenter's good at. Is um, one feels just way more realistic than the other. Like, okay, you know, one could happen. Um, and th- that's you know, listen, it, I'm fucking around. It's your list, but uh, yeah, assault is is uh, I just feel like it could happen, like mm-hmm. in in a world <laughs> that can in go a mad world. in a world. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, continue. Uh, so number eight, so number eight, this one, this movie took me a while. Like this was definitely one of his movies that I was just like, oh, like I have no, no urge to see this and blah, blah, blah. And then I finally like pulled the trigger and saw it. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is a, this is a pretty good movie. And that was the fog from 1980. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, this one, like I said, I didn't, I don't know. Like when I started getting into his movies, I just, just nothing really grabbed me. I was just like, eh, I was like, I'll oh, watch it one of these days. And I, and I watched it and I was like, oh, I was like, I really dig this movie. And I mean, the. The cast is just fucking great. I it's mean, top notch. Might be yeah, my favorite. I mean, Adriana Barbo, you know, and you know, 
Jamie Lee Curtis and Tom Atkins working together is like phenomenal. I love that you know? Tom Atkins just bangs everyone he's on screen with. <laughs> like it's, it's so fucking In great. two it's seconds, so he's just... resist that yeah, McKees yeah. moment. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That guy yeah. just oozes it. Yeah, he's like... like it, He's Johnny Lawrence's dad, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but... Yeah, that might be my favorite car up in the film, actually. Atmospherically. It's just we, so um, perfect. So I'm late to that as well because yeah. i thought to myself like i don't care the fog mm-hmm. um yeah i just I, there was something about the story i didn't give a shit about and i watched it probably within like the last five years for the first time oh yeah and i was like whoa this is yeah, so good. good yeah i've seen it like three times since and it's one of my favorite carpenter movies like it's so good great score i mean like too. you know how holbrook is like the fucking priest you know i, I loved him in fucking creep show yeah. I thought he it, you know with adrian and, Marlo. Um, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. And uh, and funny enough, like I said, like going back to like assault, like the fog, you have same two people are back again. Charles Cypher and fucking Nancy Keys, you know, so there you go right there. He's he's starting to recast already, you know. Yeah. And I think that's great. You know, you, you know who you want to work with. You know, it's just it's like your crew. It's like uh, it's like the Sandler thing or it's mm-hmm. like if we yeah. all ma- if we all made yep. movies, obviously, you know, you're going to be like, oh, you're making a new movie like. I'm going to be in it. Like, right. I, what am I going to do? Say no? Like, yes. all right, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Langan, you're in. <laughs> all right, Langdon. <laughs> I like that. I like that fucking when we, when, when, when Parker brought up Antonio Longo once, he's, who's probably listening right now. Like, Luongo, he, yeah. He would be and like Luongo. Luongo. And yeah. now, and fucking Antonio calls Langan Langdon. <laughs> I've <laughs> that like, a lot. Yeah. In my life. Like, you guys are butchering last names, but all right. <laughs> next, next one. All right, so number seven. Um, so I, I had to do the thing at number seven just because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, my obsession with Kurt Russell. I mean, Kurt Russell, I could literally watch that guy in any fucking movie. And uh, you know, he, made a, he made a porn in the uh, 70s. I got to check Kurt that Russell? out then. I can jump on fucking Pornhub after this. Uh, yeah, I was just, um, just kidding, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith David, you know, Wilford Brimley, rest in peace. Um, and then you actually got one of the guys from one of my top 10 of all time, this guy, Thomas Waits, who was in the Warriors. He played the character of Fox in the Warriors is in this movie. What about home, and, homeboy from uh, License to Drive? Homeboy from who was that? The dad oh, in yeah. License to Drive. Right. <laughs> yeah. Clark. Oh, yeah. fuck. That's right. That's yeah. right. Damn. Yeah. He had that crazy fucking mustache. He in this. did. He had that, that butt tickler. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, this, this thing, I mean, this movie is just fucking great. I mean, like some people call the effects like when he, uh, you know, when he's trying to bring the guy back with, with the uh, defibrillator. You know, yeah. And just his how his hands go through it and the mouth looks fake and all that. It's I one mean, of the best practical effects films ever yeah. made. Like, yeah. It's hands down. You yeah. Know? yeah. Arguably to me, the greatest horror movie ever made. There you go. Really? Um, but with that defibrillator scene. Like when I f- when I watched it for the first time, and his stomach opens up, yeah. like I'm like, because it's still kind of like a, a slow build, and that's kind of like when shit goes nuts, yeah. and he fucking you know he zaps him and his arms get eaten off. I'm like, yo, what the fuck did like what just happened right there? The, the, yeah. the effects crew, it, the, it just it was like carte blanche to do. This yeah. went wild, man. I mean, uh, all the effects in that film, it's completely groundbreaking. <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, that I mean, obviously, the you know, if I had to pick a scene that stood out, it's obviously, you know, when the fucking head grows legs and crawls yeah. away and the whole, you got to be fucking kidding me. You know, so good. Yeah. 
Uh, so that brings us to the top five, man. What, what do oh, you wait, got? No, 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 number seven. No, no, yeah, that, oh, yeah, I was seven. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, um, I only count in you Spanish. You already knocked out two of my favorite carpenters. Like, That's yeah. it, man. For five well, like I said, that, like I said, there's two in here that kind of he didn't indirectly take part of, but I, I'm still counting them. But we'll, we'll get to that. We haven't hit those yet. Um, so number six, uh, another double shot. So this is my second shot of Kurt Russell. So this is Escape from New York from 81. And uh, same thing, like, I, I don't know if like you count this as a fucking horror movie or what. Some people do, some people don't. But, I mean, this is just another, just a fucking top-to-bottom cast. I mean, you got Kurt Russell, Donald Pleasance, you know, coming back again as the president. You got Tom Atkins again. You got Adriana Barbeau again, who's pretty much hanging out of her shirt the whole time, which she can't, you know, get enough of. And then you got, <laughs> you know, then you got Charles Cyphers back yet again. And then you got fucking Ernest Borgnine and Isaac Hayes, you know, rounding out the cast. Boom. Yeah. I mean, when when you talk about post-apocalyptic movies, like this is, I can't think of many. That's the bar high. Yeah. Yeah. Like I remember watching this and uh, not really comprehending what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it, it scared me because I'm thinking like, damn, I'm like, what world are they living in? Like, I, I didn't right. understand what was going on. And it, it was just such a dark movie. Such yeah. a dark movie. Oh, you know? yeah. But uh, yeah, shout out to Snake Plifkin. That's it. And yeah. and like, if I had to pick like a favorite like part, like I would have to go with like Donald Pleasance again, like when he fucking shoots, uh, when he shoots, what's his name, Isaac Hayes and just starts making fun of him at the end. I like the scene where uh, Kurt Russell's uh, surfing. Oh, wait, that's the... Uh, oh, that's the second one. <laughs> that's Escape from that's LA. LA. <laughs> Is that the worst scene ever created? Uh, ever? Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, All right, now we crack the top five. Now, top five. Now, this one, I know that you're going to get angry with because I know that this is your favorite. And technically, he didn't direct this, but he helped write it. And that's Halloween, too. OK, so now so now you got Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously coming back. You got Donald Pleasance coming back. Once again, you have Charles Cypher again. And now you got my boy fucking Lance Guest from Last Starfighter coming in this. And, and then, of course, Leo, yeah, Leo, Leo Rossi. Leo Rossi. You can't forget him. Can, no. can I get a second for Leo Rossi? Ready? Amazing <laughs> Grace. Come sit on my face. Uh, shout out to him for writing the newest Gotti movie. No, oh, man. That was great. Yeah, so Not weird. Really, wow. Yeah, terrible movie. Wait, the one with Travolta? Yeah, the one with Travolta. Oh, yeah. God, that was terrible. Yeah, Leo shout out to him for being the uh, the scumbag and the accused also. Also oh, yeah. being in Maniac Cop 2. Oh. Uh, he was also uh, in uh, Relentless, which was another William Lustig movie with uh, villain uh, Judd Nelson. So wow. he's been kicking around. Sure. And, and yeah. He's working. <laughs> yeah, he's working. <laughs> um, and I've been listening to him. He hosts a podcast, actually, that oh, yeah? I've been listening to with uh, his friend Joe Pistone, who's Donnie Brasco. So they oh, go, sweet. they go through the it's called deep cover uh, with Leo Rossi and Joe Pistone. Really cool. Mm, I like I that guy. No but I, I love Bud, man. He is just trying to get some. And <laughs> I just love. He's like amazing grace. Come sit on my f-. like. It's just so <laughs> stupid. But every time I see it, every time I think of that movie, that's all I think of. You know, if I ever met him, that's all I'm going to say to him. On that that Halloweenies uh, podcast, they always play that clip right in the intro. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. stuck in my head yeah. again. Um, cool. Anything no. number four? Uh number four I did uh I did They Live from eighty eight. 
And uh, I fucking love this movie. I mean, you know, let's be honest. I mean, Roddy, Roddy Piper and Keith David probably have the fucking greatest fight scene of like cinematic history. That's half the movie. Yeah, it's a great. You know, it's so long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kept going. Yeah. Well, they had Roddy. Yeah, Roddy Piper. and now so, once again, like so, recasting actors. So Keith David was in, you know, the thing about six years earlier, and then they bring him back onto this. Yeah, I love listening to Carpenter talk about this. You know, basically. Very political movie, mm-hmm. his his hatred for like the Reagan administration and all that other stuff, which I didn't know until like, you know, you hear him say all this stuff mm-hmm. uh, and the imagery just on point. Like what a it's a great story. And it's, it's, it's one that you could, you know, not that encourage anything that has to be remade or it's going to make it better or whatever. But that's a film and a story that you could. With today's technology, oh, easily sure. readapt yeah. towards today's, you know, culture. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. If you did it the right way, because I mean, like when you think of like, who told him to cast Roddy Piper? Like that's yeah. such a like, but it worked in a cult, oh, so in, in a cult way. Yeah. I feel like every movie we mentioned bombed terribly. <laughs> so like, yeah. it's funny how like you know the fans of John Carpenter remember these movies sure but everything really kind of like fell flat like i can't think of anything that parker mentioned that was like this box office right off success the, the bat yeah, yeah it, not was, really. it was just like later on like 10 years later people were like oh shit this was awesome yeah so all right yeah number three all right so number three this is kind of like similar to the fog like this took me forever to watch and same thing he didn't really technically do this supposedly he wrote some of it, but he was uncredited about that, and that's uh Halloween three seasons of the witch. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, with this, I mean, like I said, like once I found out that like Michael Myers wasn't in it, I had like no urge to see it. But then when I finally did watch it, I was like, wow, I was like, you know what? I was like, this is kind of like a standalone story. Like th- this doesn't need like sequels or anything. And then you know, you you know, they give you Tom Atkins, which I'm a fan of already, you know, which held the story. And then, you know, Nancy Keys once again recast. And uh, the funny thing was he actually threw um, Dick Warlock, who was the original shape. He's actually in a couple scenes as one of the robots in this movie. Yeah. So what I really love about this movie, you know, after I got over the fact like um, that there was like once you take it as a standalone, it's great. Mm-hmm. And and rewatching it, it's pretty tense. Like the first kill, like when 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 that robot gets smashed and then. They follow that that dude to the hospital, and he kills him by sticking his fingers in his eyes and yanking his nose out. Yeah, like this shit's fucking brutal. Oh yeah, um, the the insects, the fucking kids melting heads. It's 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 a good. I I could not. I hated it as I a hate kid. It, yeah, and and then when I revisited it when I was older, I loved it. I yeah. think it's fantastic. Yeah, because it's such an evil thought. Sure. Like it's it's evil. It's beyond throwing a razor blade in in a fucking apple or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um. It's like these it's, masks that like melt fucking your head and insects like a centipede. That was a nice touch. Whoever thought of that. Big time. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. So top two. Tell me. All right. So number two. So uh. So this is number two on this list, but it's actually in top ten of my all time, and that's uh, Big Trouble in Little China. I mean, like, what what the hell can I say about this movie? I mean, Kurt Russell probably playing my favorite Kurt Russell character. I mean, I literally could just look at him in this movie and just fucking cry out laughing. (laughs) 
like, he, I, uh, I, he or uh, he was the first person I ever saw wear Uggs. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh-huh. They look like Uggs. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just just the chemistry, like with him and fucking James Hong, who plays Low Pan. Like, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't like if if you've never seen this movie, like fucking watch it. I mean, like the like the way that they used to uh, sell this, like they consider it like a kung fu western. And uh, I mean, some of the fucking fight scenes in this are just outrageous, you know, between the two, uh, you know, between the two gangs. And then like when the storms come in and like the final scene, I just can't say enough like great things about this fucking movie. Yeah, the storms are crazy. Um, So watching this as a kid. So this was 86. I was eight. Uh, you already know an eight year old me was just like my mind was m- like just melting. Oh yeah, my mind was melting in my in my skull, <laughs> and I was just like, "What is going on?" Like the fucking electricity, dude. Uh, Highly the, original. The, yeah, just like yeah. And, and later on they they took the characters and made what, Mortal Kombat. I think. <laughs> is that what they? Yeah, like all those yeah. characters. You uh, know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, loved it. Just such a you know, man. Like I said, eight-year-old me just was Great not ready effects. for that. Like, they, they, yeah. those were pivotal times. Like, when I first saw, like, Goonies, I was like, this is the greatest movie ever. And then next year, I saw fucking Big Trouble. I'm like, this is the greatest movie ever. <laughs> you know? And I wonder, like, who... I'm trying to remember who would bring me to these movies at eight and uh, what they thought. Like, it was probably like, my uncle. He's probably thinking, this is the worst the movie fuck? I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my uncle took me to go see... Like, he would take me to see Schwarzenegger movies. And we went to go see Raw Deal. Yeah. And uh, oh man, <laughs> how bad is that movie? <laughs> Raw Deal and Red Heat, fucking yeah. horrible. <laughs> so, um, and my uncle's like, "What is this?" He's like, 30 people died, and they didn't even show the credits yet." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I was just like, "This is great," and he's like, "Wow," you know. But I, I guess he was looking at it from like an older guy. Right, right. Like when I see Raw Deal now, I'm like, "This movie is so bad." Yeah. It's yeah. So I don't even remember seeing that oh, movie. It's so bad. Like it's just so bad. Yeah. Um. All right. Number one. I mean, number one. I had to go Starman? with the fucking number. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Star Starman's a close second. Ghost of Mars. <laughs> Ghost of uh, Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love Ghost of Mars. Was it, was it the war? That movie. Um. I had to go with the original Halloween. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, like you when you say the words, you know, John Carpenter, you got to think of Halloween. Like right after that. Yeah. Put him on. I the mean. Map. Uh, just everything from like the way that he shot it, obviously going back to the music again. I mean, the crazy thing is like, it's a low budget movie. And like, he, he even said like the majority of the budget went to like hire Donald Pleasance because like at that time he was like the biggest star in that movie. And it was like 75% of the budget, I think they said. So like, and he was only there for well, like 10 something days. Crazy. Something. I think, yeah, it was, it was something yeah. crazy. You know, you know they and, they needed somebody with a British accent. That should just stamped it perfectly. There they're you like, go. They're like, you know what? They're like, they gave have, it legitimacy. Yeah, yeah. We have hermaphrodite Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so now we need someone. It was in that like the craziest like. Remember that? We're, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought of that actually last night. Funny enough. <laughs> Where they're just like, because I remember someone explained it to me, like, yeah, she's a hermaphrodite. That's why her name is Jamie Lee, because they didn't know what it was. And I was just oh, like, oh, that's great. Yeah. It's awesome. As kids, like, you believe shit like it's that. It's that lore. Yeah. You know, like, like Richard 
gears, gerbils and gerbils, and, or like uh, that time Skid Row beat up uh, the new kids on the block. That was another. <laughs> I didn't one. know that one. That one was rotating around Selden Middle School. I was like, oh my god, that's <laughs> so cool. Or John Bon Jovi or Rod Stewart getting their stomach pumped yeah. full of loads. Yeah, or removing their ribs to suck their own dick. <laughs> that Manson. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, on and on and on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Halloween number. Number one, and and here's the funny thing. Like after rewatching this for the five uh, hundredth time, yeah, I'm I'm laughing every time I see um, uh, Lori at the very end when she's telling the two kids to go run and tell someone. Yeah, I'm thinking like, why wouldn't you just leave with them? Like you're just sitting there. Some maniac yeah. is behind you that you fucking stabbed and did nonstop shit to and your back is turned towards them. I'll do you one better. I would have told the kids to wait here and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go get help. Yeah. Kids, you wait here because he doesn't seem to fuck with kids. Do as I say. Yeah. <laughs> but she was like, oh, I'm just going to sit here. You just go run out. I'll just hang here. I'm, I'm like, tired. What is that? And another yeah. fu- another funny part about the ending mm-hmm. is um when Loomis shoots him, like he must be walking on like a plank because, like, you know, like, uh, the balcony, like, his feet are, like, right on top of the balcony. I'm thinking, like, uh, why wouldn't you just, like, what's the point of, like, walking up the ramp, you know? Like, it's one of those, like, movie things where you're just like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. You didn't even need that. He could have just fallen over the actual railing instead of true being like, oh, I'm, you know, going to do that. But still, we love it because it's love great. It forever. Yeah. Oh, and here's another really cool part that um, the more I watch it, the more I, I love because it's the first time that he really starts to do do his thing. And I mentioned it on the last episode is when um, Annie like goes to get the keys because mm-hmm. the car is locked. And then when she comes back, she she opens up the key, the door without the key. And she's sitting in the car. She's like, wait a minute. She's like, what the fuck? And then that's when he chokes her. The, I th- I the part I can't get past is, is when they're smoking a joint in the car and the cop dad there they roll down the window to talk to him he don't even catch a whiff yeah. he can't even yeah. that must be the worst cop ever like for real it was just blazing like a second yeah. ago yeah yeah you, you would you couldn't are you kidding me yeah a day later that car would still of course smoke. yeah he got nothing yeah well you know bracket but, was but like, hey and we you know love what it anyway. you know what i love about it, the halloweenies whenever they do the <clears throat> that one scene uh in part two He's like, and one of them was Annie. <laughs> yeah. He's like telling him about his dead daughter. Yeah. And one of them was Annie. <laughs> All right. Listen. Fantastic. Nice. John Carpenter, master of Hollywood. Yeah, man. Respect. For sure. Um, respect on that name. Before we go into um, our deep cut picks for uh, the streaming sites, I wanted to do a little uh, rewind on some anniversaries here. Uh, ten years ago, three movies came out, uh, and they all happened to be remakes, <laughs> which is very fitting for a twenty for two thousand ten. Okay. Um, I spit on your grave, Nightmare on Elm Street, and Piranha Three D. I didn't see any one of them. Oh, really? Did you? Watch no, them? none I, of them. I, I I did not see Piranha Three D. I saw the other two though. Okay, I spit on your grave. Did the, not like re- it. I I liked it better than the original. Did you? Yeah, I couldn't get through it. I didn't. I wasn't feeling it. I loved it. It was actually wait no nightmare. I did see, but I shut it off. Okay, yeah, 
So, all right. So you didn't see it in the theater. I couldn't show. No, it was fucking, I thought it was, <laughs> yeah, was, it was fucking horrible. Man. I thought. Yeah, it was the worst remake ever. It's, it's yeah, one horrible. of the worst movies I've ever seen. It's so bad. Like the kid. From, and I like Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah. He just wasn't. It just the listen, that's a, that's a that's a tough remake. That's not, you know, with with Michael Myers or Jason, you put different people. I mean, Grant, they all bring their thing to it, whoever plays mm. it. But Angling. the mask, it's a silent thing. But but Freddie was so, you know, Robert England was really on Front Street, his personality. Yeah. And uh, even before he became like the king of the one liners in like later Nightmare on Elm Street. But even, you know, the first one, he just brought a certain personality yeah. to it. And it's hard. You can't. You can't. You can't do it. The other three don't he owns say that shit. character. Yeah. yeah. It's like basically it's like uh, he's like the Van Hagar of uh, <laughs> you, know, you, you replaced him. It yeah. just didn't work. Out to, you know. Actually, he's the Gary the Sharon. Gary Sharon. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. So he's the Gary Sharon. Right. All right. right. Um, 2000. So let's go back 20 years. Uh, three movies that I picked, which were interesting. Uh, Citizen Toxie, which was uh, probably my favorite next to the first uh, Toxic Avenger. Mm -hmm. Hellraiser Inferno, which was the first one in the long line of just random ones after Bloodline. I don't even... It's Wait, was that, was, that the fat, was that the fat pinhead or no? No. <laughs> no, no, this was, this was still <laughs> this was still Doug Bradley. After no, part shit, right. two of Hellraiser, I don't like they all blur together oh really the, the three yeah. or four like the first four are cool yeah yeah the first four are cool um it's been a minute since i've seen and another anniversary in 2000 is uh the first final destination movie mm -hmm. which i feel is kind of like the best of that newer crop of of, of horror movies yeah, it was a fun movie yeah definitely like the first two were were a lot of fun i i would recommend anyone watch the first two mm -hmm. you know it's it's a cool concept and uh yeah, 20 years ago. So one more flashback. We'll go to 1990. And uh, you could tell how good the movies get as we go backwards. Uh, so I picked five movies. Okay. Um, we have Gremlins 2. Nice. Right. We have Basket Case 2. Love it. Frankenhooker. Love it. Oh, great. Uh, and then two remakes, which um, actually not two. One remake. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, which was Savini directed. Very so good. fucking good. I thought that was great. Very good. Right? Yeah. Um, I actually, uh, quick story on that. I actually, me and my buddy, me and my buddy and his friend's father, his, the friend wasn't even there, which is kind of weird. He called us out of elementary school, called us in sick, drives us to the Sunrise Mall to see that at like a 10 a.m. showing. And the guy's just like, uh, he's like, you know, this is rated R. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to be with them the whole time. Literally dumps up, dumps us in the seat with like a bucket of popcorn and fucking goes home. What? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's perfect. I mean, what, loved it. What kind of geek? To, oh, you know, they're R-rated. Like, who was that? It was yeah. like a ninety no, no, years no, some old guy working there. <laughs> Especially in 1990, like you think you'd yeah. be way less of a pussy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's a movie that came out in 1990, which I never heard of, but it has Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman in it. Brain Dead. Oh, I I heard of it. I never saw it though. I think it's on Tubi. Yeah. Fuck. I think I might own it. I don't. I think I might own it and haven't even watched it. That's so weird. Like it I sounds can't... familiar, but I don't. I can tell you if I've seen it or not. Yeah. I mean, I I it's just strange. Like watching this and just like going through this list. But um, yeah. So that's a thirty-year flashback. Um. All right. So that brings us to um our streaming service, Deep Cuts. Like I said before. 
Um, you know, uh, the Red River podcast group is pretty active on Facebook. Um, I think that's it's it's definitely more active than the Instagram one. Uh, I'm trying to build up the Instagram one. And it's funny, like that Cobra Kai post. How great was that? That's insane. Right? It got like 6,600 likes. And I'm just like, what <laughs> the fuck just happened? And like 100 plus new follows. I'm just like... All I did was make a, a joke, and you broke the algorithm. I did. I broke the algorithm somehow. Um, but yeah, so and it killed me, you know, like to be banned for thirty days because I, I uh, you know, you guys seem to have like regular, normal lives, and uh, I, I'm, I'm a barrage of posts. Yeah, you were missed. You I know? can't. I can't. I can't begin to. Uh... <laughs> supplement what you are, we bring to the table <laughs> I throw, it's hard. I throw it's hard the log in the fire you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I gotta think of something to put on there yeah um and it's also like the people so it's like a friends list so what I realize is <clears throat> when people post something on there that like isn't like us an admin mm -hmm. it doesn't register to everyone you know so like the more friends you have when you post on there it comes up so right that's also a thing. But anyway, going back to the group, um, I feel like a lot of people feel like, you know, they could ask us suggestions for certain things. And uh, a lot of people have these streaming sites. So um, we want to give you some deep cut suggestions on this coming Halloween week um, or the last two weeks, really. I'll probably put this up soon. Um, and that way you could watch the normal shit you watch. But... You know, then we can make some suggestions here with movies that you might have overlooked. Okay, so um, I I picked five streaming sites. W what did you pick, Park uh, Langan? Five streaming five. sites. Yeah. Well, I most of the most of the flicks that that I'm going to mention can be found on Tubi. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Which I was a little late to the game with oh, Tubi, but so good. Yeah, to borrow from Tracy Morgan, I want to take it behind the middle school. And yeah, get, get it pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. I do. It's uh, it, it like you had said. It, it it it's like walking into a mom and pop video store. It's like browsing through the big boxes, and it's all the films that like I don't know, like Netflix, like the horror sucks. Like in a lot of new it's, shit they it's put not, up, it's, it's just it, trash. Yeah, it's not for. It's a. Netflix is turning into like the the family friendly thing, like the like blockbuster. Basically. It's great for comedy yeah. and stand up, oh, and they do all stuff. kind of shit like that. And everything you know serves its purpose for me. But this Tubi is just an endless deep dive of, of films I forgot or wanted to rewatch. Fucking or... Lyle Alzado Destroyer. Like, <laughs> I'm just like looking at this cover, going like, how many times did we walk by this piece of shit? Like it, it like you know Hollywood Video or something. Sure, it just, and I love that somebody's putting it out there, and when you got to sit through a couple commercials, it's such a. I mean, where else? Can, where else can you watch fucking Combat Shock? You know. Yeah, yeah, they get a lot of stuff that 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 should be you know out there, but they're they're, they're providing a valuable service uh, and, offering these. Things. And you said commercials, like who cares? Big deal. It's a couple commercials. It's a, like of, you're so. staring at your phone anyway. Just wait till the commercial and stare. You know, like answer exactly. whatever text no. you got. I can't say good enough good things about it. So, yeah. yeah, most of, uh, you know, some of them can be found on uh, multiple platforms, but everything I'm going to mention could be found on Tubi. Okay, and, and what streaming sites did you uh, write down, Parker? I mainly did. Uh, I mainly did Netflix, Hulu, and I actually found two on Crackle. Believe it or not. Okay, so you you never downloaded Tubi TV? No, well, Tubi Tubi I have, but I I didn't pick anything from there. 
Really? I would imagine that would have been like your thing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like with Krakow, I found two things that I never saw. And then Netflix and Hulu, it's not really deep dive-ish. I mean, they're both pretty well known, but two things that I watched recently. All right. So let's let's just go, you know, round robin style. I'll because I picked two two picks for every site. I had Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Shutter, and Tubi. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna go with Netflix, which, which a movie that um I think is a deep cut. I feel like a lot of people overlooked it the first time around, and it's probably not too much of a deep dive. But you know, well, if we, what I was gonna say too, is not to interrupt you, but like uh, you know, the, if if you're like a deep horror fan, like in you know, you're gonna know probably some yeah. loving this stuff. But a lot of people. You know, just dabble in horror around Halloween or want that, and they don't know what to watch, or they're sick of watching the same, you know, Halloween flick or whatever like that. that. Yeah, but that's, anyway, go that's ahead. that's where this would come in. Yeah, um, I think for this time of year, a uh, few movies are effective, and one of the best horror movies of the last ten years for me was the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh yeah, I feel like this movie is like kind of yeah, I guess it's like a one setting film, and. Uh, I'm not really big into supernatural stuff, but this worked. Everything about it was just uh, all the scares were great. Brian Cox is awesome. Emil mm-hmm. Hirsch. Uh, this was so goddamn good. If if you're easily spooked or you like a good ghost story, uh, the autopsy of Jane Doe for me is is a must. So that's that's my first Netflix uh, deep cut. So uh, give give me a movie and tell me what site. Um, this is I'm going to mention uh, Dead and Buried. Uh, it was on Tubi. Killer. Came, came out in 1981. Uh, if you're a fan of The Fog, I would definitely recommend this. It's a, a very Stephen Kingy, very fog type. It's it, it's very atmospheric. It's not it's not a gory film or anything like that. It's, it's just, pretty violent. Yeah, yeah, but not like over the top. I don't think in in my in my opinion. Yeah, maybe anyway. you're a little hard. <laughs> I'm a little hard, but uh. <laughs> uh it's it's a good under the radar flick. Very very creepy film. Directed by wasn't it like Dan O'Bannon, right? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the the dude like Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, Return of the Living Dead. Yep. Uh, his credits are ridiculous, yeah. but that's what I remember. Great cover too. I always remember the the big box of that with the face. Yeah, it's a the, great the, great yeah. pick. Yeah. Um, that's also on Shutter, I believe. Uh, yes. Parker, give me one and what site it's from. Uh, so this is from Netflix. I think it's actually a Netflix original, actually. And uh, Hubie Halloween with Adam Sandler. <laughs> Yo, I started watching this. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's so good. It's so good. I literally, I laughed through the entire movie. I mean, his mom's t-shirts, I was like crying. Like they just get more and more like fucking raunchy. I'm like, this is so great. And uh, I just thought it was fun. I mean, like, you know, not the fact that it was rated PG-13, that it's like a kid's movie or a family movie, but I literally laughed through the whole thing. I mean, the fucking cast is like, it's top to bottom. It's I mean, great. You literally, you literally know, like, everybody that's in this fucking thing, from, like, Ray Liotta to Steve Buscemi. I mean, obviously Rob Schneider, because he pretty much, like, is saving that guy's career. You know, he casts him in every movie. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, holy shit, like fucking george wallace plays like the mayor like i fucking used to watch george wallace stand-ups in like the 1980s i was laughing my ass off you know he's great yeah um yeah i i watched like the first 30 minutes and i had to shut it off because i um i got busy but the yeah. first 30 minutes i was like i'm laughing out loud i'm thinking yeah. like okay i mean like 
The only nothing even, really scary or gr- gruesome or anything, but just a fucking fun movie, you know. It, well, it's a fun seasonal movie. It's yeah. it's it's, yeah. A, it's a Halloween movie. Yeah. Um, it's. I watched it with my son. We oh, had a good, we had a good time. You did perfect. watch it. Yeah. Okay, I got to finish it. Then. He likes uh, he likes Adam Sandler. We watched Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, a couple just, of those I, flicks. I and hate his voice. He loves doing those voices. Yeah. I but, just uh, that's that's. But, but I get like, and he gets shit on by critics and stuff like that. But it, it it's a. It's it's a it's a good film that you can turn on with your kid and and watch and it's enjoyable. And that's good. You know what I mean? And yeah. Like I get it. But uh, did you watch it with Grant? Uh he was there. I mean, he really wasn't looking around that much. But I mean, uh, you know, Sarah and I were laughing our asses off watching. <laughs> I like the beginning with the egg scene, like where they threw eggs oh, and he yeah, like yeah. drank so it. Thank you for breakfast. <laughs> so fucking good. Um, yeah, I got to finish it. I and I love. You know, sometimes you watch something like that that's playful um, and it's seasonal. It's just it's yeah, something that's what I'm really- saying. Like I, w- I would definitely put it in like my yearly rotations, like yeah. no question. Um, OK, so I'm going to pick my second Netflix uh, deep cut. And this is a movie that no one ever mentions. Um, I love things that feel real. I love uh, home invasion things. I love, um, you know shit that just feels like it could actually happen and this movie is called Christy with a K hmm. huh. um, really uh, so let's see let's break it down um, it, it takes place in a college everyone goes away for like uh, 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 Thanksgiving and uh, this just this girl she, you know she just stays back in the campus which is pretty empty except for some security guards um and then she decides that she's going to take a ride out to the store to go grab something and uh she encounters this really weird fucking girl at the store and uh from there it just gets really weird and uh it has a lot to do with like um uh the internet and kind of like uh people filming their acts of violence and just picking random people and uh it's it's fucking great and it's it's really creepy, eerie, um, a big college, and uh, it's 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 like a home invasion, but just on a cali- uh, college campus, and it's it's pretty scary. Like when you watch it, you you feel uncomfortable. This is Netflix. You said? This is Netflix. Yeah, Christy, Christy one. with a K. Totally Jot recommend that down it right now. <laughs> yeah, right. yo, write that shit down. Um, so Langan, give me another one, and where it's from. Um, this one can be found. On Tubi by itself, or if you're into the Joe Bob Briggs treatment, it's available on Shutter. Uh, Society mm. from '89. Oh, crazy movie! Um, it's it's criminal how this movie isn't. It, this movie's so original and a and and a timeless kind of story of have have nots, the caste system of society, uh, rich versus poor. The themes you hear about in today's society all the time, but uh, and in a, f- a finale that is uh beyond any kind of description that I could put a special effects uh extravaganza, but by the and the guy that did it actually, I think his name's Screaming Mad George. He did a uh, big trouble in Little China actually. A lot oh, what, of what the the effects? Yes, yeah, because it's direct. It's it's uh, Brian Usna's directorial yes. debut, and he was. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't know Brian Usen, then look that shit up, man. He did some <laughs> he did some shit, man. Yes. He did some bangers. I did, I watched it on Shudder. I mean, I've seen the film before, but I rewatched all these the, the before we talked about it. But I watched it on Shudder on the Joe, uh, Joe Bob, last, yeah. 
which uh, I was never a big fan of his exactly. Really? Yeah, back in the day, but I've I, I do like this, and I and I'm enjoying that. It, it's kind of like comfort food. Uh, watching it with the host, like yeah. it reminds you of USA Up All Night and all these, you know, the Elviras and things like that. He when drops, you had he the, drops gems when you had the host. And presenting it, so I'm kind of enjoying that series and watching those films with through his lens and, and his back. Listen, the, the background information for those people that don't know, uh, Joe Bob Briggs. Like instead of a commercial break, it's just him talking about the movie right. and bits and pieces and like all this info. And the guy's like a cinephile genius. Um, so he'll show these, you know, like a double feature on Shutter, um, and then he'll talk in between the movies. Great, and he's. Picking great films yeah. on on that series, you know, Cue the Wing Serpent. And oh my God, Castle Freak. That fucking movie is great. Shout out to Gat Michael Gasm. Moriarty. Uh, yeah, uh, just great films. I I, I highly recommend that. And his, his whole series. And his co-star is a porn star. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yes, a Society. Uh, if you haven't seen that, do so. Um, Parker, pick and cite. Okay, so Hulu, and I'm almost positive this is that this is a uh, a Hulu original. It's called Monsterland. It's a show. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's an yeah. anthology. But yeah, and uh, you know, different. Uh, they pick a different town every episode, and uh, I mean, it's everything from like werewolves to fucking fallen angels. I mean, every story is different, but it's crazy Shout because out to they, Brett Michaels. What every what every episode is about is like people. Uh, you know, that are down on their luck trying to better their lives. And it shows you like how, you know, the, how thin the line is between like man and like beast in so many words. Yeah. I watched one of the episodes and uh, it's very cool. It was very dark actually. Cause it was kind of about like pedophilia, which was weird. <laughs> <It's> like, yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. That's on Hulu. Hulu's doing a lot of cool stuff. I got that on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to move on to Amazon prime which is uh, great for a lot of disgusting movies. Uh, so my first pick uh, is a movie that I love with uh, Zach Galligan from uh, Gremlins. Uh, this movie is called Waxwork. Oh. oh, fucking phenomenal. I was going to mention that. Yeah, from 1988. There's also a sequel, yep. but I, I would go with Not the first good. one. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, a group of kids just go to a wax museum um, what they don't know is if you go beyond the the rope part, you get transported into whatever scene uh, or whatever, you know, uh, exhibit that is. Right. And uh, it's great. It's it's such a trip, you know, uh, to watch. And uh, that's streaming up on Amazon. Uh, really holds up. I watched it again just within the last couple of years, you know, and I, I feel like it's a movie that was very creative uh, very out there, and maybe doesn't get enough love. No, it's it's a, it's got a good tongue in cheek comedy element to it, to a lot of jokes and stuff. But uh, and the and the, uh, the actor's name's escaping me. The guy to play the uh, the the guy in Dracula Time guy? Bandits, the 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 guy who who owned the waxwork. Uh, oh yeah, he's yeah, a yeah, 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 villain yeah. all the time. But uh, yeah, it's got the werewolf. It's got Marquis de Sade. Yes, it's got the vampires. Yeah. Is it? It's a, it's a fun movie. I actually had it on my list too. It's a, it's available on Tubi as well as, as well, Amazon, yeah. but uh as well as the sequel. Yeah, it's a fun fun movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh what's Langan? give me a, a pick and a site. Uh this was also I I sorry I didn't jump around different sites, but Tubi also um The Dead from 2010, oh. which is oh, one amazing. of my favorite zombie movies ever actually. It's uh it it, it 
it encapsulates the the dread and depressing depressing like <laughs> hopeless fruitless hopeless yeah. thing and the zombies look fantastic i mean so good some of the best looking zombies i've ever seen it's a great story they do a lot with not much yeah. like it's very minimalistic but it's very highly effective and I don't think enough people have seen it. No, we. I remember we talked about it like when we did, like when we first started yes. doing the podcast. We did a a, a favorite non Romero zombie movies, mm -hmm. uh, and this was definitely at the top of all our list. Yeah, it's, I'm telling you, I think between that and like Fulci zombie, like those are the two that holds up the best non Romero. Yeah, mm -hmm. those those are just like the dead is just fucking so. so... It's a, I liken it to Day of the Dead because they're both so depressing. Yes. Like, yeah, hopeless. yeah. They're like just hopeless. Like you're just like, all right, I'm gonna die eventually, but I'll just keep running. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, okay, Parker, give me a, a another pick and a site. All right, so this one actually uh, made me download the app Crackle because I had really no reason to download it to begin with. But Joe, they Joe I Dirt found... Two is on there. <laughs> I found that they had a. Uh, a documentary on the original alien called memory. And, uh, you know, it was on crackle. I don't know if it was a crackle original or what, but it had everything, you know, they broke down from like the early sketches to the model making, interviewing the actors. They got into like, you know, how they did some of the sounds. So that was, uh, very enjoyable. You know, if you enjoy the first aliens. All right, cool. Uh, I don't know what you're doing if you're jumping rope, but your audio is cutting in and out. Oh, sorry. Um, cool. Yeah, I I remember Crackle just because it's one of a zillion sites, and uh, uh, I remember Joe Dirt too was exclusively only on Crackle. And that's <laughs> right. where, where Seinfeld's comedians and cars getting coffee started. Okay. I believe that's yeah. what put it on my radar. But everything eventually gets to to the major leagues. Like look look yeah, at Cobra the Kai, the farm. Yeah. Look at Cobra system. Kai. Yep. Like Cobra Kai, like I admittingly watched one or two episodes on YouTube and I was like, eh. Mm -hmm. And then once it hits Netflix, like there's just the something about it where I'm just like, I get it now. Yeah. I was very happy to get like a barrage of like text messages and phone calls when it got picked up by Netflix from people saying like, <laughs> we, Congratulations. we should have listened, listened to you. You were the fucking first one that ever talked about this show fucking years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so I'm going to go to my second deep cut on Amazon Prime, which is uh, this one specifically for, for Neanderthals, disgusting people, uh, shit that just like, you know, people that like gross things. Uh, this was a movie made by a dude called Ryan Nicholson from Canada under Plot Digger Films. Unfortunately, he was filming the sequel to this movie, but he died of cancer. Mm. Uh, which was a bummer, but this movie's called Gutter Balls. Uh, oh, I've seen that. that, yep. And uh, it's on <laughs> Amazon Prime, and it's uh, it's pretty gross. It makes like a trauma film look kind of yeah. like, <laughs> like okay. Um, there's a very long rape scene there, which was just it's always tough to watch. And even like my girlfriend was like, yeah, shut the shit off. <laughs> and I was like, I get it. I yeah, get it. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but once you get past that, it's um, it's just brutal, just a brutal revenge movie. And, um, you know, there's there's some clever death scenes Big in time. there. Um, I, I'll just ruin one for you now. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, death by 69. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the killer 
fucking smothers somebody with a penis and suffocates someone <laughs> like I get they're 69ing and I guess he just smushes their face into <laughs> into the body parts. Uh so that's the type of movie that you have to look forward to. Uh Langan, give me a, another pick and a sight. All right, well you got you grab my wax work so I'm going to jump in with this from 1972. This was a made for TV movie called Gargoyles. Oh wow. Oh nice. It's on Tubi. <laughs> Uh, it's they used to make some really interesting shit for made for TV movies back in the seventies. I guess so. Yeah, there was uh, I remember Bad Ronald. I think was it. They they had a lot of them a that were, were kind of creepy and odd and stuff. They would never take a chance on putting on the air. But uh, this this one um, it it it's the gargoyles themselves is is what it's worth. It's it's people in these gargoyle suits. They're really cool looking. They work in slow motion and uh it, it, there's a creepiness to it that's that's well beyond what you consider quality of a made for tv production and that uh, reminds me a lot of uh like clash of the titans like shit like that yes he kind of well they kind of have that look of like what chronos was that the guy in class yes of the titans? yep exactly kind of have a look like that but it's yep. it's highly original you're definitely not going to see anything like it <laughs> at all but uh it's a it's a cool lost uh you know, artifact of, of TV past, but uh, it, it works. It's good. Tubi. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Bring uh, upping the level from the, uh, you know, later on Ray Dong Chong and, uh, James Remar and, uh, tales from the crypt. Yes. Nice. <laughs> no, no. Right. Tales from the dark side. That's tales what it was. Yeah. Side, yes. Um, okay. Parker, give me a, a pick and a sight. Okay. So crackle again. And, uh, this, so this was a zombie movie that I had never seen before. And it's called the clearing. And uh, it's pretty cool, you know, uh, father and son. And uh, I was all into it, but it had one of the worst. I mean, I'm not going to spoil how it ends, but the fucking ending just kind of it was it kind of like fucked up the whole movie for me. Just I was not a fan of the ending up until then. I thought that it was very original, like definitely took like a different concept to a uh, to a zombie movie. But I don't know. Ending kind of sucks, unfortunately. (laughs) All right. Hey. If that's, yeah. if that's your pick, then I get it. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm going to go to Hulu now for myself. Uh, there's a movie on there that I watched that really stuck with me, and it's called Wounds. And uh, hmm. it's got that guy with the stupid name, Army Hammer. <laughs> uh, it it kind of reminded me of like, I don't, yo, the movie made me feel like I was tripping out or like in a dream. And it was like just so weird, like this bartender you know, breaks up this like fight or something. And then somebody leaves behind a cell phone. And from there, like his world just turns weird. And, uh, it reminds me like, it, it has like a vibe of like Jacob's ladder, like okay. very like dreamy. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm going to fucking puke. <laughs> like, it's just such a weird unsettling movie. Um, that I, I don't know. I think a, a lot of people need, need to know about it. I, I thought it was very, very good. So if you're looking for like a, a little something different for this Halloween week, uh, I would recommend Wounds on Hulu. Uh, that down too. Yeah, man. I think you? You, I think you would dig that. Um, so Langan, give me a a pick and a sight. Um, let's see. Well, we're going to be again because I, I wasn't prepared, I guess, properly. Um, <laughs> but this is just an old classic. Real horror junkies are gonna know it, but uh, it, it's an over-the-top video nasty era classic called Pieces from 1982. Oh, for sure. 
It's one of no, the, so good. I remember seeing at a way inappropriate age. Me too. <laughs> like and like jaw hitting the ground as oh, far yeah. as uh, the gore, the nudity, the uh, the it's it's also got the unbelievably campy acting by um, uh, uh, the Georges there, uh, Linda George, I believe her name is. Bastard. And the other guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's her husband. I mean, just com- ridiculous acting, but ridiculous. just the violence is 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 uh legendary (laughs) yeah i i remember watching that and um you know growing up in in the video box era um you know you would watch you know friday the 13th all these movies that seemed very scary um at a certain age and then you would look over at certain other box sets and pieces was one of those that we rented and uh, I felt like I'm like, yo, this might just be too much for me right now at this age. Yeah. And it, that ending. Right. I was it, just like I, it was like pretty. I have a pick for Tubi that's that reminds me of, of pieces. But like later on, I'll mention it. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a pretty fucked up movie. Especially like, you know, the concept of it. Yeah. Um, but OK, cool. So uh, Parker picking a site. Okay, so uh, this was Prime, Amazon Prime, and it was called uh, The Wave. This was uh, from last year, actually. And, okay, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, the, the like foreign flick, right? No, no, no. This was uh, the. It's kind of like a druggish trip movie with the okay. insurance guy. Okay. Okay, so it's about like this insurance, uh, I think, salesman that goes out with his buddy because he's got like a promotion coming up, and then he takes. Uh, takes this drug and pretty much the entire movie is just like one long trip and he's trying to figure out like how to get back to reality what the hell did he take you know so on and so forth but that was on prime and uh you know it's justin long um one of the guys from sons of anarchy was in it so it's it's definitely like a trippy movie like if you want to go on a fucking ride for an hour and a half i definitely you know would have you watch this okay um so i'm gonna go back to hulu for my second pick um, this is a movie that definitely, um, I remember Frank Sabatella, you know, uh, who just recently released the shed. Uh, we had him on the show, uh, horror director from long Island. He would talk about this movie. And, uh, once I saw it on Hulu, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch it. Uh, it's called pie whack it and, uh, Ooh. very low budget, but, uh, it, it's one of those movies that, that does the best with the budget, but also relies on storytelling and like just really good direction. Uh, hard to explain, but I'm just going to read the uh, synopsis, which is a, a frustrated, angst-ridden teenager girl awakens something in the woods when she naively performs an occult ritual to evoke a witch to kill her mother. Uh, so that's that's basically the, the, the gist of the movie. And, I saw uh, this. It was good. Good it was, movie. It was good, right? Very good. Yeah. Right. Like I it was like it. yeah. It was just. I was surprised. I, it was, well, I didn't know anything about it. And I just went in and was was happily. It was just like atmospheric. Yes. And uh, it was just effective. It's like okay, this is our budget. Mm-hmm. This is our story, and they they fucking did a great job. Like Killer. this is this is like one of those movies that you will creep you out for sure. Uh, yeah, pie whack it. So Langan, um, picking a site. All right. Well, I got, uh, we're going to go with, uh, I got a couple. Well, I don't, I had five here, but then I wrote down just three other mentions. These are, this is, uh, 
uh, VIY. It's I don't know if it's pronounced Vi or whatever. It's it's this is a sixty film that came out in sixty seven, I believe. It's a Russian film. Okay. And uh, a little on the arty farty side, but uh, it it it's it's a creepy uh, uh, religious overtones uh, thriller. I would say it's not a gory film by any means, and you wouldn't expect that in sixty seven. But the art direction, it's a it's a, it's a creepy kind of. Uh, uh, religious allegory ghost story witches things like that and you know if you don't mind subtitles some people do yeah but uh it's available on tubi Vi, yeah. if, if you're not illiterate then you you know check yeah. out viy yes um parker give me another pick in a site okay so this was prime again and i know i know you saw this i don't know if langan saw this but it was called uh the fanatic with john travolta oh my god i did god. not see that <laughs> Okay. I mean, listen, that's interesting. Tell me about it. Well, this, so this kind of hit home because, you know, you've seen this movie and I'm kind of watching this movie and I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, is this me? Oh, you know, like, when, come like on. when I go to these, <laughs> like when I go to these fucking horror conventions, I mean, I know that I'm Did not, I you know. Yeah. Is he in like LA? Yeah. He, I did see that. Movie. Yeah. 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 Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Yeah. But I'm just, I mean, I know that I obviously don't, you know, ride around on a fucking, you know, 10 speed bike and follow fucking <laughs> everybody around. But uh, I don't know. Like, you did have a fanny pack, I think. No, I, yeah. You know, no, so I mean, pretty, pretty much what it's about, you know, if you've never seen it, it's about, you know, a rabid fan who stalks, you know, his heroes in search of, you know, getting their autographs in so many words, you know. And directed by Fred Durst. Of Limp, yeah. Limp Biscuit. Right. Well, that's, that's because that it was it was what's his name? It was an inspired by a guy that that uh, followed him and kind of did the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um. I. I you know, the movie didn't really do it for me. Um. It, my, I. I. It was one of my harshest reviews on Letterboxd. Um. Uh, but yeah, man. You know, it's 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 interesting. I'm sure somebody will enjoy it. Devin Sawa yeah. is in there. Yeah, um, I think really the the bizarre part was uh, just the performance of John Travolta. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> but uh, okay, um, so the, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to Shutter. I have two picks from Shutter. Uh, the first one I, I I probably mentioned, but I'm gonna mention it again just because it's so good. Um, it's called The Room, and uh, man, it's one of the best movies I've seen over the last ten years. Uh, this couple. Uh, moves into this house in upstate New York. Um, and uh, they find out quickly that there's a room, a hidden room in the house, that once they're in the room, if they were to wish for something, it comes true. So no matter what they wish for, in that room, it comes true. And and whether it's a million dollars or, you know, certain art. Uh, and then from there, the story obviously takes place and goes... And, you know, you could only imagine where it goes from there. So the room from, uh, I think, 2019, or maybe I saw it this year. Um, very cool, psychological, just, man, can't recommend it enough. Um, so, Langan, give me another deep cut pick for Halloween. Uh, found on Shudder, um, Tourist Trap from 1979. Oh, nice. Good one. It's uh, if mannequins freak you out, which uh, they do me. Yeah. Um, this will be right up your alley, especially uh, the ones with no nipples. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a freaky original flick that went way under the radar. 
in that in this horror boom of that time period. Yeah. And, uh, it was a, what year was that again? Seventy nine. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even see it back in the day. I saw it the maybe like fifteen years ago or something yeah. for the first time, and I was was blown away how much I enjoyed it. And uh, that's on Shutter right now. Definitely recommend. I uh, watched it for the first time not too long ago, uh, and it's one of those movies that, you know, as time goes on, people bring it up all the time, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, when people make lists, you know, certain things make it on there, and I'm like, man, this movie keeps getting so many props, and I've never seen it, and... Um, it was kind of like, um, was it The Burning? Yeah. That was another one that didn't, you know, it was in the slasher boom. I never heard about it back in the day, but it had all the tropes and everything that should have heard about it, yeah. but I just didn't. It, yeah, for know? sure. But it's a great film. Yeah. And that's another one of those uh, beloved um, summer camp horror movie slashers. Yes. Um, which brings me to a question because I asked the group and I was just curious. Like this year, I realized um, so Friday the 13th, the original or Sleepaway Camp? Parker, which one do you prefer? Oof. Uh, That's a tough one, right? It is. Because Sleepaway Camp is one of those movies that, you know, I didn't I didn't jump on that right away. I definitely saw that like years after it came out. Um, Friday the 13th, I kind of bit at, you know, right away when I was, you know, a little kid when I watched it. Um, You know what? I'll probably still go Friday the 13th. Okay, Langan. I would have to go Friday the 13th. You know, Sleepaway Camp has a you know a place in my heart, and it, it's ca- all its campy glory, you know. But uh, it's hard to fuck with the. I came to the conclusion this year that I I prefer Sleepaway Camp, Ooh, and it kind of like, yeah, it kind of like it, it 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 jolted me a little bit. I was like, whoa, I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> but just like I don't know, like that reveal at the end definitely beats. You know, figuring out that you know Betsy Palmer. Shout out for yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's and a like, bigger plot twist. Yeah, it's a bigger plot twist. The yeah. fucking pedophile cook, like it's just fucking. I don't know, like the overly you know greaseball fucking dude that wanted With to beat short everyone. Shorts. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Um, it, the, the bitchy girl. Yeah, like it just. I don't know. For some reason, when I think about the movie that I go back to all the time. You know, Friday the 13th is, is a classic, but I, I, I came to the conclusion. Sleepaway Camp. Hot take. All right. Hot take. Back to our takes. Um, So, Parker, give me one uh, pick and sight. Okay. So, Prime again. And this is, uh, you know, I had to pick some sort of VHS thing. So, this thing is called VHS Nasty. And uh, it's based out of the UK. And pretty much what they're going to do is they talk about a lot of the movies that were, you know, considered cult or banned. So they get into like Faces of Death, Cannibal Holocaust, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Driller Killer, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, you know, if you're a VHS fan like I am, you know, this is definitely right up your alley. I mean, it's very similar to like Rewind This, mm. you know, with your tracking, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, those two were the ones I was going to mention. And they're both on Prime as well. Um, very cool. Like if you want to just sit there and watch really cool documentaries on that, uh, for sure. All, all three of those that you, that you mentioned. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So my last shutter pick is a movie that's just so fucking bananas. Um, you ever watch a movie that is meant to be ridiculous at, but is good, but then there's like a Sharknado or like there's certain things that are just too aware that they're terrible. Right. Um, Tammy and the T-Rex, man. I watched this movie, and uh, do you guys know this one? No. Parker? No. 
No. <laughs> okay. So this is actually, uh, yeah, it's streaming on a few places, but uh, I have it done, down on Shutter. Uh, it's hard to explain, so I'm going to say a teen, Denise Richards, learns that a scientist, Paul Walker, <laughs> implanted her dead boyfriend's brain into an anatomic dinosaur. Uh, so that's kind of I'm interested that's the plot and and so you know Paul Walker is her boyfriend and he dies and this dude puts his brain in this like animatronic fucking (laughs) dinosaur and he uh, yeah it's just so ridiculous but by the end of the movie I just couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it yeah it's from 1994 and it just got recently re-released through like you know one of those like you know um Severin or like right, one of those right. places that that do the re-release mm-hmm. and uh I can't recommend it enough it's wow. fun it's like just it's fucking stupid fun like I it's just so if you're looking for something ridiculous with good violence and uh a plot that just makes zero sense yeah. Tammy sold. and the T-Rex I'm do down. it yeah I'm down. uh all right so we're winding down here uh, let's do uh give me another pick and a site um, let's see. I think I'm almost running out here. Yeah, I think I'm, we I'm, went above. I'll just throw in. I'll just real quick. There's um two films. They're both uh, I know. I think this one, One Dark Night, is available on Shutter and Tubi. Um, basic. Uh, it's from '82. Uh, this sorority initiation have to spend a night in a mausoleum. Okay, it's uh that old gag. Yeah, Meg Tilly, an early Meg Tilly film. Okay. Um, that one and The Initiation from 1984. Again, oh, sorority yeah, yeah. members, yeah. Um, you know, with a killer, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Not reinventing the wheel or anything, but two 80s kind of slashes that are a lot of fun. One Dark Night and The Initiation. Uh, both are on Tubi. One Dark Night is also available on Shutter. I still can't believe Parker doesn't have Tubi. <laughs> You got oh, no, you that, said, bro. no, you said you do, but yeah. Dude, just, you got to deep dive into that. Yeah, it's, you got to fucking it's a really deep gold dive. Mine. I was late to yeah. the game and I was on there. And I, I don't know if I've really fucked with anything else this month. Yeah. Yeah. No, to be, to be, I have shutter. I had, like I said, I stole somebody's password, but then they didn't fucking, re, you know, re, re add it to that thing. Are you so throwing Dan Tur under the bus right now? I'm talking Dan Tara. I wish I wish it was Dan Tara. Wasn't Tubi's that. free, man. Jump on it. Yeah, Tubi, Tubi's great. Yeah, I mean, it, I I just pictured you would have bypassed Crackle. <laughs> like I went on Crackle. Man. I went on Crackle yesterday, and I was like, I can't find anything on here. I want to watch. And they try to give you like why it crackles. I'm like, yeah, I'm like that's fucking great guy, but I still don't want to watch it. Um. All right. So winding down. Give me give me a pick and a sight. Uh, Prime again, and uh, this one I know that you saw too. Uh, this one I watched uh, actually last week again. Brightburn. Oh my god, so good. Yeah, I mean, if you're into like comics, which I'm not a big I comic guy, movie. but like once I kind of found out like what it was about, I was like, oh, I was like, this is fucking great, you know. Langan hated it. I was like, the only one that did not yeah. like. It. Oh man, I fucking this was great. How yeah, how good I really was that? It. I couldn't yeah, believe how good it. it was. That was like yeah. 85 minutes of just awesome. It was like, uh, you know. It was like the boys, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're, you're once again, you're fucking kind of like rooting for the fucking bad guy, you know? Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to just run down the last of my suggestions, all from Tubi TV. Um, I picked four movies on Tubi, which I'll give you right now. These are really good Halloween movies. Um, all Hallows' Eve, mm. 
you know, which was the the beginning of Art the Clown. Yep. Um, great wraparound to this. Um, you know, we had on Damian Leone on uh, one of uh, probably like episode 31 or 32, the director of Terrifier and All Hallows Eve. Uh, man, this this is just great. This is this is something you should definitely watch during uh, this Halloween week because it's it's very effective, creepy, violent. Um, another one is May. We were talking about the movie Pieces. Yeah. Um, this is kind of the same thing, but yeah. just done better. Yes. Um, did you watch May? Yes. Uh, Parker, did you like May? No, I, I know the cover, but I've never seen it. This is like very disturbing because it, it has a lot to do with like mental illness. Sure. Um, and that's what kind of really drives it home a little bit more. Um, Great performance. Yeah. By, uh, uh, Angela Bettis. Bettis, that that's it? right. Yeah. yeah. And... um. What's the cute girl from Scary Movie? Yeah, I forget. Anna Ferris. Yes. Anna Ferris. Yeah. Um, man, this is just really like you'll you'll know the cover. And it's another movie that through the years you see people post it as their favorite, you know, one of their favorite movies of the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, whatever. I just keep putting it off, putting it off. And and once it hit Tubi, I was like, yeah, one day I'm like, let me just watch it. Great. Jeremy Sisto, too, yes, from uh, Clueless. Right. He was in it, yeah. Because I'll always remember, turn away, turn away. And I would always <laughs> quote him because I would say, my foot hurts. Can I go to the nurse? Nah. <laughs> 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 uh, and then the last two, which are, uh, you know, uh, original and a sequel, Laid to Rest. There's two movies uh, in the Laid to Rest series, Chrome, uh, Chrome Skull. Uh, one of the best, most underrated, underappreciated slasher movies on the planet just yeah. unbelievably violent uh entertaining goddamn so that, i was surprised i didn't right? know nothing about it and it's got uh lena headley and head Hedy in it the uh, cersei from game of thrones i okay. believe she's in it you know i don't fuck with that shit so. i know you don't <laughs> <laughs> them wizards and dragons yeah, yeah. and shit but it's got the it's also got the kid from uh people under the stairs like the the really oh fu- sweet the fucked up one with the teeth yeah living in the wall Did you like the sequel did you see oh uh, chrome Lace? skull too yeah okay so i appreciate it more now um it's way more violent than the first one but it has our boy bag mm-hmm. brian brian austin green <laughs> nice uh, yeah i liked it but i thought the first was better definitely but it's still like but a really how many, good how many one- franchises do you say yeah. that with exactly. it's a it's a really good one two punch and I feel like a lot of people just don't know about it. Uh Parker, if you've never seen Late to Rest, you should watch one and two. I'm I'm actually looking at it right now and I see that Danielle Harris is in the second one, so yeah. he just pulled me in right there. It's just it's pure brutality. Mm-hmm. Like, and the singer of the O'Neaters is in it too, I say. Uh I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh I'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> the singer of the Anitas. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? Uh, I I do want to say the the season two of the boys was amazing. I don't know if you guys finished it. No, I, I, I did the first three episodes. I gotta finish. Um, and uh, Lovecraft Country. That's yeah. On, on HBO is mind blowingly good. Those watching two, it. Yep. Those two shows are amazing. Um, cool. You, you've said it all. We've said it all. We've said it all. <laughs> so, Parker, hopefully we didn't interrupt that laundry. Hopefully you Yeah, man, I got to get back to it. I think I got like seven more loads to go. <laughs> you, you know, we always have more loads. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No matter what. <laughs> Dropping loads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping laundry loads over there. <laughs> uh, cool, man. So yeah. uh, I'm going to try to get this up. 
Ah, oh, today is Sunday though, right? Yeah. I don't feel like there's much of an edit here. I might just fucking just put it up. Yeah. We'll see. But, yo, we... buddy. Good talking to you. Yeah, I will see you soon. Yeah. yeah. Have a happy Halloween, everybody. Yes, if, you guys uh, too. This is uh the last one we do before Halloween. Yep. Or Halloween yeah. related. Pretty before you know it, we'll be dropping our uh Christmas special. Yeah. Nice. Our, our top albums of the year yeah, and all yeah. that. I've been going through all that. Everything that's come out this year, things I forgot about. Yeah. You know. Shout out to the homie Lloyd Goat too, because I'm playing his album like crazy. Final yeah, expense. Yeah. Everyone's gotta cop that. That, that it's it's so fucking good. The yeah. best hip hop albums of the year. Yep. He said he wants to do another episode, so we'll Yeah. We'll we'll do something. Um cool. So we'll talk. Boom. Later, Parker. Later, guys. Later, man.